Hi everyone. Today's video has three points and you're going to want to stick around because the third point is a secret how you can take advantage of going both routes, traditional and self-publishing. So the topic we're hitting today is traditional versus self-publishing. By the end of this video, you're going to know the key differences between the traditional route and the self-published route. You're going to have the necessary information to follow the steps in order to choose the route that is best for you. And you're going to feel great knowing that you've considered the important points that are necessary to make this important decision. This is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. Hit the subscribe button if you like this video and would like for me to make more just like it and check out below in the description and grab a copy of my absolutely free self-publishing checklist that will help you know the secrets that are necessary to win at self-publishing. I can tell you after putting out showing my ads to over 100 million people that you start to find some patterns with regards to the self-publishing game. So check out the checklist below. So let's get into it. From my own story, when I first got started, I considered that self-publishing would be difficult enough. I didn't have to make it more complex by trying to figure out with traditional publishers and needing an agent or somebody that could represent you in order to get your books sold by them. But I thought even self-publishing, I mean, how do you do the formatting and where does the cover come from? And then where are you gonna put the book? I had heard and had some friends who had tried to go on that route. I was incredibly impressed because I figured it would so difficult. Well, as you might imagine, I've discovered it is very easy if you do it in the easy way. But the second thing is I began to listen to podcasts of all of the problems that people were having with going the traditional publishing route. That's right. They had put a book onto the market and then the publisher that they had gone through didn't really do any of the marketing for it. And so the book suddenly had no reviews. It had no purchases. They would be dependent upon that the traditional publisher would send them their royalties, which were delayed and sometimes didn't come at all. Eventually, they just wanted to get the book back because they wanted to change some of the content, which the traditional publishers were unwilling to do. So <clears throat> they had signed a contract and everything and had received some sort of a bonus. So it was almost impossible for them to get back their money or to even get the rights to their book. They were, after a period of years, able to figure out how to go about doing this and getting back the, the, the rights to their book where they then could modify the book. They could choose a better cover. They could change the title. They had the flexibility that was necessary and they said they would never again go with a traditional route because it cost them so much time and money and frustration. And in the end, they could have bragging rights that they had done it traditionally published in one sense, but in another sense, what's the point if you're not selling copies of your book? And they and since their book was maybe put on display in a bookstore, but then it goes right on the shelf with thousands of other books. And so the second thing was others mentioned that they not, not feeling like they were an author until they got past the gatekeepers. That is the people who stop you from getting your book traditionally published. These people who you've seen, they've passed over, I think it was Stephen King, he had to send in his book, Christine, uh, like 
I don't know how many times, 20 times, or Harry Potter, authors who are just getting rejected by these gatekeepers who are supposed to know more than you and I know upon which books are the best books. And so some people feel that only if you're traditionally published are you an actual author, which is complete nonsense. But this is something that a lot of people struggle with. I didn't struggle with that because I went straight for the self-publishing route and never looked back after seeing all of the hassles that the traditionally published people experience. But that brings the next one. I even had a family member. I said, well, at what point do I become an author? Is just putting a book on the market make me an author? And in one sense, the answer to that was yes, it it does. But they had commented and said, well, look, if you sell a thousand copies of your books, then at that point we would say you are definitely an author. And so I thought, okay, well, maybe if I do. But I saw the sales after I'd optimize the books after I had run all of these ads on it. And I can tell you after putting 200 books on the market, I know exactly what it takes to get books to sell. And so now we've sold 40,000 copies of the books that I've published, self-published. And I look at traditional authors who sell less, far less books than I have self-published and sold to the market. I can go and look up, there's a website where you can look up and see your books in which libraries around the world. And I can tell you my books are filling shelves in libraries from all around the globe. It's absolutely amazing seeing how many people are still continuing to get value out of my books. So you can hear it from me. Obviously, I'm biased towards self-publishing, but the traditional publishing route may be right for you. There are some advantages to it, but we'll get into that in the next point. So traditional versus self-publishing. So the first thing is, when is the last time you look to see who published the book you're reading? I can tell you, I never look. I don't care. I do pay attention to which books are selling and which books are very popular, and that's generally what decides which books I'm going to read. I just don't want to take a chance and buy on buy, at buying a book and then discovering the quality is low. So I am going to be using the reviews, and I'm going to be looking and seeing books in their rankings to figure out maybe the highest quality book, if it's whether it's a nonfiction or a fiction book. I'm going to allow that to determine whether or not I'm going to invest the time and money that's necessary to read that book. But in terms of which author it was or whether this was a self-published book, I can tell you that plays no role whatsoever for me when it comes to making a decision as important of whether it's going to be which book I'm going to read. So That's something you're definitely not going to want to forget when it comes to this whole traditional publishing. Because if you do traditional publishing, it will have the traditional publisher up front. But there is one thing I do want to say that is a huge advantage. You can simply, in the old days at any rate, you could write the book and send it in. And then if they accepted it, they would run it through all their editors, different types of editors. They would send it back. You would make the corrections and such. They would figure out the cover, the title. Everything would be already done for you. And they would do the publication and the marketing. Well, times have changed and the amount of money they're making has seriously dropped as a result of traditional self-publishing and the ease at which it is to put books onto the market. As a result, they spend a lot less money. If they're going to invest money, they want to spend it on a book they're sure is going to make a profit for them. And what better way than put money investing marketing money into books that are already selling and authors that are already so they can take them on book tours and things like that. So if your thought was that if you self-traditionally publish a book, that that book is then going to take you through book tours and signings and all of this sort of stuff, you're mistaken with regards to that. It will happen once you're famous. But if you 
tradition if you if you self-publish a book and become popular then the traditional publishers become very interested and they'll take drive the whole package for you so there's a huge advantage when it comes to that the second thing is the royalties are much higher with self-published books but there is more respect for traditionally published books so for example for your amazon books you're going to be making 70 percent on your kindle books that you're selling on amazon which is an amazing profit rate right and your paperbacks between 50 40 and 50 percent royalties based upon whatever price you're doing if you follow my pricing strategies in my other videos so this is another key issue here so when you're when it's coming to putting the books onto the market one of the things that can be confusing when you're putting a book on the market is trying to figure out how to do the formatting right and that's the reason i sell my formatting made easy course below to make sure that it, the steps are laid out very simply and i work one-on-one -on -one with those exact the students to ensure that you are going to get your book formatted correctly so you can make those changes that the traditional publishers would be unwilling to do you want to add a chapter you want to change the names you want to modify some parts of the story some fix some errors some grammar errors or type typos that you have inside of your book no problem at all you're going to be able to do this easily with the tools that I like to use which is Juto in order to do the formatting and you learn how to within that course so the final point and the secret point of the day is you can actually go both routes my suggestion for you if it's really important to get traditionally published <clears throat> it is to first use three to six months set a time limit on it and see if you can get them to accept your book if you really want to do it you pay for an agent and you go that route but Otherwise, try to do it. And I'm not talking about a vanity publisher here where you can just pay and they virtually accept every book. That's not what we're saying. If you have to pay them to publish, it's not a traditional publisher. It's a vanity publisher or, a, or an alternative hybrid publisher, but it's not. You shouldn't pay them. They should pay you or simply agree to publish the book for free to get the cover, to do the editing, all of these services absolutely free. Now I have a lot of students who have asked me if I could do some of these uh, the formatting and things for their books. I just don't do that service. Um, I like to coach my clients in order to how to go about doing these processes because I just see the importance. My goal is never to permanently connect somebody so they have to be using my services. My goal is to teach you how to fish so that you can catch fish on your own. And that's one of the reasons if you're willing to invest in yourself, and this is the important thing, you can spend thousands of dollars investing and paying for additional services or you can just take a few courses and a little bit of coaching in order to get things under control. So that's something you're definitely gonna to wanna to consider. But my question for you today is, which option is best for you, traditional or self-publishing? Let me know below in the comments and check above me here for more video answers to your self-publishing questions. Thanks.